0: So the Bears are playing the Dallas Cowboys. My home turf, Jeff. They're coming to Dallas. It's going to be a big game for each as the Bears are coming off a beautiful win in Foxboro that suddenly has Bears fans hopping. So let's talk about what's going to happen when the Bears have the ball. Look, Jeff, I got to be very honest with you. This is a tough, tough matchup for the Chicago Bears. Yes, the Bears have found a running quarterback attack that can fluster any defense in the NFL, but the, uh, with the Cowboys' defensive line as good as it is, with Trayvon Diggs, with Langton Vander Esch, I mean, they've got studs on every level of this defense, and it's a hard time for anybody, let alone a Bears offense, that tends to lack fangs. Now, the Eagles have shown the blueprint for how to beat this defense if you're going to beat them at all. You have to hold the defensive line off at least just a little bit, but quick passing, RPOs in particular, and quarterback runs, can try to force wonderful players like Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence into more of a contain role than a pass rush role. And if you can do that, you might just be able to get a few passes off. But I mean, Jeff, I got to be honest with you. This Cowboys defense is so stacked to the gills with talent that even the most modern and perfect game plan may not necessarily be enough for the Chicago Bears this week. We're just going to have to see what they pull out of their hats. Now you tell me, what are you seeing from stats? Robert, the stat that jumps out to me
1: is 6.2. That is the yards per carry for backup running back Khalil Herbert. At this point, we have to admit that Khalil Herbert is a heck of a running back. The Dallas Cowboys have a backup running back who actually projects better than their starter. There are some people that believe that Khalil Herbert is a better football player than David Montgomery, the starter. I would not necessarily go that far. He's not as a complete back as David Montgomery, but he is a really good runner of the football. I'd like to see the carries split a little bit more evenly. Let's get Khalil Herbert some work early in this game. He's going to need to have a couple explosive chunk runs in this one to be able to give the Bears an opportunity to put points on the board. This is going to be a makeshift offensive line Three of the original starters on this offensive line will not be playing in this game. You're going to have Michael Schofield, Sam Mustafer, and Riley Reef making his uh, starting debut, we think, at right tackle for Larry Borum, who is out with a concussion. And so there is going to be some mix and match here on the offensive line. But 6.2 yards per attempt for Khalil Herbert, we have to take advantage of that. Um, we have to see the Bears take advantage of that if they're going to have a chance moving the ball well
0: in this one. I mean, truly, Herbert has been absolutely fabulous. And that brings us into matchups. Jeff, who do you have your eye on? Robert,
1: for me, I want to see uh, what Riley Reef uh, has left in the tank, and Braxton Jones. Uh, those guys going against the all-world talent of Micah Parsons, who is just tearing the league apart right now. Micah Parsons looks like he is going to be the defensive player of the year. He is playing that well. Uh, he is a, he's the front runner in terms of betting odds for defensive player of the year. What can those tackles do to try to slow him down? What can Luke Getze do to make sure that he's providing chip help? Uh, to those tackles when when and so that they're not one-on-one. That That's the matchup that I'm most interested in, Bears tackles versus Micah
0: Parsons. What about you? Look, Jeff, I would love to name, whether it's Equinamius St. Brown, Darnell, Mooney, Dante, Pettis, or whatever wide receiver you want, I would love to name them against Trayvon Diggs, but the truth is this comes down to Luke Getzey versus Dan Quinn, because if Dan Quinn isn't ready to handle a quarterback running attack that has a ceiling, let's say, Jeff, of maybe the second, and most dangerous quarterback runner in the league depending on how you stack him up against Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson and the rest of the quarterback runners in the NFL and that is a legitimate threat and the bears have been or the bears offense has been without a legitimate threat for quite some time but this is pretty new for the Bears. Justin Fields isn't a particularly great power runner, so he's not going to be running over anybody in the hole. It's a matter of how Luke Getzee is going to draw things up to stretch Dan Quinn's defense and what he can try to predict ahead of time that they can then hit Quinn with when Quinn makes his initial adjustments. This game could be over quickly from the offensive perspective if Luke Getzee isn't prepared on prepared, and I'm very curious to see what they do because honestly, I can pick... almost any matchup reef included, and it heavily favors the Cowboys. So what can the offensive coordinator do to pull some rabbits out of hats? You know, Absolutely. Let's flip it to the other side of the ball. and Let's go a
1: little quicker because I think we're a little behind the Ooh, chains let's go. here. So so let's go Bears defense, Cowboys
0: offense. From a schematic perspective, the Cowboys offense is still finding itself. With Cooper Rush, they stripped things down. They went through or they went short throws, get the ball to the playmaker, run the ball a lot. But with Dak coming back, they tried to open the playbook back up again, and it's just not quite there yet. Just like we saw week one against Tampa Bay, against the, uh, against the Lions, Dak Prescott struggled. It seemed like his eyes would be in the right place but his muscle memory just wasn't there and the ball did not go where he wanted it to to say the least low low scoring from them against a paltry lions defense this is going to be a good test for the bears offense because as bad as things are on the bears offense the bears defense might just have a major edge here depending on what dak prescott we get if they can keep the score low who knows what's going to happen what are you seeing from stats 4.95, that's Dak Prescott's adjusted net
1: yards per attempt, a very important indicator of quarterback play. That is a terrible number. That is by far the worst that he has shown. Now, that is only two games. That's my caveat. But Dak has not looked like classic Dak early on. He has struggled, and he is coming back from injury. That's a major red flag for me in terms of predicting whether or not Dak is fully back. I think that he's still knocking off Russ and trying to figure out new defenses here in 2022. I think the bears have an advantage in that because their defense is starting
0: to play very well. What about matchups? Which one do you like best? I love Jalen Johnson on CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb is the clear number one weapon. This, to me, is the best on best. Because while Jalen may not be the best player on the Bears defense, he's the most important player in this specific game. Because if you can push any quarterback, it's not just a Dak thing, Jeff. If you can push any quarterback beyond their first read consistently, you might just create some problems. So whether if Jalen Johnson can have a great day against CeeDee Lamb, who will likely project to be all over over the field that'll play very very well for the Chicago Bears on this day who do you got
1: Robert Quinn is now a Philadelphia Eagle. He has gone from the Chicago bears that opens up more reps for rookie Dominique Robinson and Travis Gibson on the outside there. I want to see those reps from those young guys, try to take advantage of increased playing time, see if they can get more pressure on Dak. see if they can contain and hopefully stop uh, Tony Pollard, the talented back there. And so I want to see the defensive ends, the young defensive end for the ins for the bears and see what they can do. So Let's uh, let's move on Robert to our prop bet segment of the week. I pulled a bunch of prop bets from, from our uh, friends there. If you want to join us, sign up, use that promo code. That's on the screen um, bears. It's the best promo code that there is. So let's go through and, and pick a couple of things that we like here, Robert. Um, for me, I, I already kind of teased this Khalil Herbert's over under here for this game is 37 and a half rushing yards to me. I think that the Bears know that they have to get Khalil Herbert involved in this one. And so I'm going to say Khalil Herbert over 37 and a half yards. He's an explosive play waiting to happen. He can get that in one carry. So that's just the amount of trying to get him in the at least the eight, hopefully the 10 to 12 carry range in this one. Um, I like Khalil Herbert over 37
0: and a half. All right, Jeff, I've got a stat for you. My stat is five. Over the last three weeks, Justin Fields has taken five, let's call them free sacks that statistically count as a sack, but are really him running out of bounds for a a loss of quite literally zero yards. They still count as sacks, though. So I would think if you want to make some money, I know it's not the most positive bet in the world, but Cowboys DSTs getting three or more sacks feels very, very good to me. Justin Fields on third down loves to hang on of the football and try to find somebody down the field he does not seem to particularly mind taking a sack in those situations and when pressured like i said he may give you one for free this feels like the right kind of game it's not too obvious to take over on the cowboys sacks especially given some of the inordinate totals that fields has posted this year with games of four five six on the year already three seems pretty low as a matter of fact
1: particularly for a very good defensive front in Dallas. Uh, One bet that I like is taking the under for Dak Prescott, uh, 1.5 passing touchdowns. I'm just not convinced he's back. I think this secondary is starting to hit its stride and play well. Again, he can still throw one and you still win this bet. Throwing two touchdowns, Dak, I don't think he's there yet, uh, particularly against this defense. I think if if anything, the Cowboys are going to score with Tony Pollard. So I would take under Dak
0: Prescott, 1.5. Any
1: others of these pop off to you?
0: Within that, JB, look, Justin Fields' passing yards have been hard to peg this year. He had an extremely efficient day last week and still just barely had 178 yards passing, but 47 and a half rushing yards? I mean, gracious alive, Jeff. If you saw the game plan I did last week, Justin Fields' legs, he's been eclipsing 40, 50 yards rushing anyways before they got his legs deliberately involved. Now it feels like just a given i would expect 60 rushing yards minimum and if the cowboys can keep him lower than that that just means the offense is going to have that much worse of a day so i think personally if you want to bet where your heart is rushing yards 47 and a half push it up and push it up over try to make some money i like
1: it let's kill it there that's basically 10 minutes that's the 10 minute It's, it's like 10 minutes 20 seconds amongst friends that's a 10 minute drill completed with perfection we round down here so uh Appreciate that. That's the 10-minute drill. We're going to stick around for some questions on the YouTube live stream. Uh, so for those of you that want to talk a little bit more, we're here for the for the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you're hitting up those, those uh, uh, prop bets and, and using our promo code if you're interested. Bears. Um, Bears is the promo code. Make sure you're doing that. Uh, and thank you. And we'll see you next week. Bear Down. Bear Down.